Welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is uh, episode 28 of season three. It is the face of the Nijika. Do you notice this one, John? It's written by Mary Screens and Steve Skeets. Like, that sounds like verbs, right? Like, Mary screens while Steve skeets. While he's skeeting, she's screening. Somebody has to screen the skeets. So we have Mary and Steve. Uh, the last episode, Paul, uh, the Matrix was stolen from Rodimus, and he turned into Hot Rod, and uh, it ended up in Scourge, who became all lumpy. <laughs> he the and then he took over the Decepticons, who he led to Earth, and it attempted to destroy everything. And in the end, Rodimus kind of, I guess, learned something. And in this episode, we do have Rodimus, but we have Magnus, Perceptor, and Blur flying mm, in Skylinks. They're all aboard, and away they go. And Skylinks picks up something weird in the next sector, and uh, Blur starts going fucking nuts about it. I know. Oh, this guy's only trick is he just something happens and he just goes insane immediately pretty much and apparently it's a warp gate or something with a lid on yeah, it it's floating in space it reminded me of uh that super tramp album uh, crime of the century where it just shows the the two hands holding the bars but it's floating in space anyway it doesn't they matter. see on this <laughs> it's a warp gate or something with a lid on it and Galvatron can't get in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah Galvatron is there. Uh, and then uh, as Galvatron, the, well, so they see Galvatron say, well, we better go inspect. And then Galvatron uh, is trying to smash his way in and the Quintessons arrive. But uh, Cyclonus is like, you know what? Why don't we just leave this fucking thing alone? And Galvatron's like, no, and just punches Cyclonus' fucking mouth loose. And then the Quintessons attack yeah. him. Yeah. Cyclonus even, I think, tries to warn him, but the Quintessons yeah, and then so while the Quintessons are attacking them, the Autobots arrive, and the Quintessons are like, you know what, fuck this. Let's just open this gate, uh, which th- apparently they control, and they had wanted to keep protected. And, well, s- they pull open it up and fly in, and I guess, the, I don't know, the drag of their ship or something sucks everybody in with them. It seems like that, yeah. And, like, uh, and they end up in Sector X. Sector X. Well, they had to call it something, or Quadrant X, I think That's they good. say. I'm, but... I'm assuming it's beside Sector Y. But, um... <laughs> yeah. They get there, and so everybody's floating in space, and the Quintessons in their ship realize that their isolator key, something called an isolator key, is ruined, uh, and they're trapped here with the Decepticons and the Autobots, but uh, they say, hey, Perceptor, they get Perceptor on screen. He's in his microscope mode for some reason, flying through space. <laughs> yeah, he's stuck there now, yeah. And Oh, yeah, he can't transform for reasons. And uh, they say, hey, he has a universal emulator we could use to replace the key. A universal Let's send the Sharkicons. Yeah. But yeah, the, the Autobots are fall onto this planet, and apparently they can't hear Perceptor. But now I guess we're in ancient Mongolia by the looks of things, because a bunch of these primitive-looking people, like, they see the Autobots falling from the sky. Yeah, and they call them devils. And the, yeah, the sky devils. Yeah. And yeah, so it's like this, it is like a very primitive feudal Japan almost. Yeah. Definitely and an Asian kind of flavor. They, yeah. So they, yeah, they they find Perceptor, who's stuck in you know Perceptor mode, mm. uh, and they they take him. And then uh, we have Rodimus, Magnus, and Blur find each other. And Blur's got like his leg is sore or something. He can't walk. Yeah, Blur's really hurt, and like Rodimus is helping him walk. And uh, Magnus is like, "Where's Perceptor?" Meanwhile, back I, I called this guy Genghis Khan because I didn't have a name for him yet. Where are we at here? Uh, yeah, the, the guy that found Perceptor uses. Uh, Red hot tools to melt Perceptor's chest around his Autobot insignia. Like, really, you're using metal. Keep this in mind. He's using metal to melt a transformer. <laughs> or heat to melt a transformer around his Autobot insignia. And he just removes his universal emulator. So it's the Autobot logo and then this whole thing in behind it. And all of a sudden, Perceptor is now just 
a microscope. He's exactly. Not an Autobot. He's and I, I like the idea that that the behind the emblem, I don't know, it gives significance to the emblem, but be, the emblem that behind them is a very important and personal piece of uh, machinery. It's kind of neat. Mm. Uh, if that were the case, though, then the number one rule in combat would be shoot the fucking emblem. <laughs> yeah, shoot the fucking emblem at the target, yeah. So, yeah, yeah commercial <laughs> break. And when we come back, uh, the Quintessons have tracked Perceptor's position, and they send the Sharktacons after him. And then we go back to this blacksmith Who's what's his Katsu Don? Katsu Don? Well, before that, you notice that Cyclonus is sitting on the bow of their ship and he sees the Sharktacons leave. Like Cyclonus is. Uh, uh, But yeah, this blacksmith gives uh, the Perceptor insignia to a robot he has and he puts it on as a face. And then, like, it turns into kind of a almost a kabuki mask. Yeah, that's 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 what I thought. And, and yeah, she does have this kimono on, and he calls her Sky Dancer first, and then he also calls her Niji Niji something. And yeah, he shoves the thing into her face, and uh, then he just runs out because he senses danger. Yeah, now she has uh, this face with the kabuki mask. But yeah, the Sharktacons attack, and this guy just lays them out with karate moves. Whoops. Like, he's Some not ass. human, but he's as big as a Sharktacon. So, okay, these. Yeah, they would this yeah, isn't they'd be human. like, yeah, they're I don't Sharktacons got to be what, 15, 20 yeah. feet tall? They're, they're pretty stumpy. Mm, and apparently, this guy's name is uh, Katsudan or something. Katsudan, like that, yeah. Because uh, Perceptor, now in this girl's or this robot's body that's dressed like a woman, uh, calls him that. And. Uh, Katsudan is surprised oh, yeah, he's, that she's he's stunned. It's like, uh, and so okay. then we go to Blur, and he's like, "You know what? I'm too weak. Put me down, and you guys go find Perceptor. He'll know how to fix me." Which yeah, makes sense. <laughs> so they leave. <laughs> as soon as they leave, the barbarians are immediately just upon him. Like <laughs> so, as so as ancient as uh, Katsudan's look is, these guys are more so. They're like they kind of look like the the crazy forest people. They're yeah. wearing furs and have big facial hair and all that. Yeah. Um, so they basically take them. Yeah, and and then we go. Uh, yeah, meanwhile, back at uh, Katsudan and Skydancer or Nijiji, whatever it is, uh, is all like, "You haven't moved since the night of the devils." And uh, Perceptor asks for more information about these devils, and they're like, "Apparently, hold long on, ago, I'd like to tell you a long, boring story." <laughs> yeah. Like uh, long ago, I guess these people made a rocket to fly to the stars. And its first astronaut was Nijiki. And she's all like, Teehee, I'm totally an astronaut, Teehee. Oh my fucking God. Anyway. It is very much a Geisha character. Yeah, it's horrible. And she's, it, it should be noted that, that the she is like probably human sized, admittedly, mm. compared oh, yeah. to these aliens. Um, so she is quite tiny. But this it seems that this race was like, a spacefaring race. They had rockets and big glistening cities, and somehow everything collapsed. And what we find out is that just before this launch was going to happen, the fucking Quintessons, that they call space or sky devils. Sky devils, yeah. They just shoot them up and sabotage the rocket launch. And then they they have this idol they all pray to, and like light comes from where their third eye would be into this idol. Oh, yeah, they have and they, they uh, have crystals in the center of their forehead where their third eye would yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. Like and gems. like the, the Quintessons went into this idol and disconnected a couple wires which makes this whole thing useless like really that's <laughs> all they did anyway these the, this this species can build a rocket to space and sentient robots but they're like oh no he unplugged a couple wires no, no electricians yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah then oh, all no. of a sudden the the warp gate which they call the silver disc uh, appears in their night sky mm-hmm. and uh yes 
apparently the stars disappeared. Like they, they think the sky devil stole the stars from the sky. So, and I never figured out what the Quintessons did. Did they just like, yeah, like lock? Uh, how does that eat the stars? Can, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they never explain how Make the it stars were there. hidden from view. <laughs> stars are gone. But, yeah. uh, but ever since then, uh, the light from the mines from their third eye hasn't activated, and I guess their civilization collapsed after that. So the Quintessons up in their spaceship are like, ah, oh, we're going to have to go down to the planet to find that fucking thing. Perceptor's universal discombobulator. <laughs> yeah. And they're one like, of them needs to get down there and get it. And yeah. they're like, but if they kicked a Sharktacon's ass that quick, imagine what they'll do to us. Yeah, we don't have a fucking chance. And then Cyclonus just walks in. He's like, uh, right out of the shadows. They share the secret of the quadrant lock with Galvatron, not him, Galvatron. He'd be mm. willing to help. Yeah, he's still loyal. Still loyal, yeah. Still and the loyal. Quadrant are like, well, yeah, so they, they get to let him try. <laughs> and then we go to uh, Rodimus and Magnus, and they're driving along a cliff headed somewhere to find a Perceptor, and they run into locals, the same kind of barbarian types that encountered uh, Blur. And they get attacked, and we do this, we did this in season one with Optimus. This was in, like, the first episode, or I think this was the end of the... Oh, where he was rolling down the cliff. Rolls down the hill. And was um, at the end of More Than Meets the Eye Part 2, More Than Meets the Eye Part 1. Oh, was it 2? Anyway, it was in the very first episodes, and, uh, but this is what we're doing again here in season three. Rodimus rolls down a fucking cliff. Commercial break. Commercial break, yeah. And he's falling, but he transforms and grabs a rock. It's like, okay. So it's not even a thing. And then uh, Magnus transforms and basically... Yeah, they're trying the same thing with him. The, <laughs> yeah, lo- the locals run away. But I love what Magnus says here because he transforms, puts his gun in the air, and he's, yep. j- he's that close to saying, all right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. You see this? This is my <laughs> boomstick. Uh, so Rodimus and Magnus find Perceptor's corpse, I guess. They they tracked in his last like it's, transmission. It's him without his, his soul. His Perceptor's body. But yeah, I guess without that part, it's it's basically a corpse. Yeah. And uh, Magnus picks it up and recommends they try the city first to get it fixed. Like, they're not going to take it further into the woods. They're just gonna, yeah. <laughs> these are smart boys. These sick. are smart boys. So Cyclonus and Aquinason are just walking through the crowd of people now. Do 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 do. Yeah, just up for a stroll. Nobody is is questioning that. Yeah. Uh, and they see Blur suspended over like I don't know. It's not, it wasn't a lava pit, but it was some yeah. Goo. And, and, and it was and, hot. And Blur's boiling. even like, uh, wonder if that's hot enough to uh, you know fix my uh, hurting <laughs> leg or something like that. Like he uh, set up, set up, set up. But yeah, they're gonna execute him for being a devil from the sky. And uh, Cyclonus just works the crowd into he a really ladder. Does. Like yeah, fucking kill him. Whatever. Yeah, he's yeah. like yeah, vengeance, vengeance, and they get going. And then Katsu Don arrives with the Nijukiki thing. Yeah, and he's he's like, hey, here's the truth, and tells the truth. Uh, and they don't believe it. Yeah. So they decide to attack. The devils her. are mortals from another world. The stars aren't gone, just hidden. And Blur, this idiot you got hanging up here that can't shut up, <laughs> is their enemy. So he, uh, oh, so they they grab um, the the. the doll <laughs> yeah the doll because uh, the quintesson even says something like the doll is possessed or something i rewound that line so many times i just fucking gave up but yeah it there's so much processing on that line you, you can't even make it but katsu don does grab onto cyclonus's leg and gets dragged along into the quintesson ship mm. and very quickly the quintesson zap him painfully i like uh, the music here it turns into some serious heavy metal music in the background it is a uh, yeah quintessons are 
they do a good job of portraying the Quintessons as heartless. Mm. And uh, Perceptor, basically they say to Perceptor as the doll, hey, give us uh, your emulator or we will kill him. And, uh, and he does. He gives it to them. Yeah, because he, he takes off his face, basically, which... When he does, uh, like the Kabuki mask disappears, and it's back into an Autobot symbol. Yeah, and and then with this thing removed, uh, Sky Dancer, whatever it is, it's its body is useless, and the Quintessons just throw it out. And then just to rub salt in the moon, one of them shoots the rope holding Blur, so he falls into the pit of goo. And as soon as he's in, you can hear him underneath the whatever it is going, "Oh, that's working that kink," and this gets. That out and oh, this is fucking right. perfect, right? Yeah, and, and remember before when we used heat to melt the transformer, and now there's a transformer in the. Oh. This show doesn't remember anything. We'll be here all day. So uh, Blur jumps out of the pit, good as new. Oh, he's good as new. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> transforms in the air, grabs, uh, jumps into the Quintesson ship, and he just starts fucking shit up. Oh yeah! Like, oh, holy Jesus, man! This might be one of <laughs> his finest moments. Fire under his ass. Yeah. Literally. So, uh, oh, and then Magnus and Rodimus arrive, and they grab Cyclonus in the ship, and uh, the Quintessons are like, we're getting out of here, and as they leave, uh, Blur grabs the um, the emulator, and they all get off the ship, and the Quintessons go through the portal and leave Quadrant X and trap the Transformers behind Yeah, they'll be like, ah, they'll be trapped there forever. <laughs> and then the stars just return. Okay. Yeah, the stars appear in the sky, and their third eyes work, and uh, it turns out that um, their powers are powered by starlight. Yeah, it's kind of... And now everyone's happy, and there's fireworks, and Skylinks flies in, and Katsudun tells Perceptor that whatever its name is, will still be their first astronaut. When they're going to execute Blur for being a sky demon, Cyclonus calls out to make the execution quicker, but the Quintesson is like, shh, as they don't want to draw attention to themselves. Like, really? That's still an option at this point? A 25-foot-tall Decepticon warrior and a Quintesson? Like, a real five-faced, 20-foot-tall ice cream cone standing there in broad daylight among people who are not Transformers or Quintessons, and the Quintesson doesn't want Cyclonus to blow their cover? Like... See metaphor about closing the barn door after the horse runs away. Guess what, guys? You don't exactly fit in. One guy even has a Quintesson puppet on a stick. He uses it to show Blur what's going to happen to them. They know what your sky demons look like. Which brings up another point. If they know what their sky demons look like, why are they executing Blur? Blur doesn't look a fucking thing like a Quintesson. Neither does Cyclonus, but you know who does? The Quintesson! With Cyclonus in the crowd watching the execution. How do they not notice a real Quintesson among them? Like, everyone else has two arms and two legs and one face. This thing has five faces and zero arms. Well, there's the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. Almost the end of season mm. three, Paul. We're getting there. The next episode is the big two-part finale. Uh, the Ooh. Return of Optimus Prime, part the one. He's back part the first yes he's coming back and if you want (laughs) to see somebody who's gonna come back whether you like it or not you can find paul and i on twitter (laughs) i'm at john soby he's at p mcpherson yeah make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app tell everybody you know and until the next time it was well no it's like n-i-j-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-i-g-